Whitewater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SKWIT PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Hale Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Real. Group, Nottawa Gas Company, Surfro, a branch in South Calhoun counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, financial advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, financial advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him to Dante Work. Jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School, Coldwater Cardinal Varsity Girls and Boys Basketball on the air. It's a doubleheader on Parents' Night as the Cardinals host their longtime arch rivals, the Sturgis Trojans. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. We just saw the Coldwater Vars- uh, the Coldwater JV boys rather beat Sturgis, 55 to 36. Two Cardinal players getting into double digits scoring. Austin Downs led the way with 16, and Jackson Riley had 12, and Tayshawn Hathorne. Led Sturgis with nine points. A successful start to the season for new JV boys basketball coach Trenton Schindorf. Last year he was coaching one of the middle school basketball teams. Basically, he flip-flop places with uh, uh, last year's JV coach. Jeremy? Yes. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy, uh, yes, and Douglas, and... Yeah. Thank you. I forgot the last name for some reason. Sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> we got to bail each other out once in a while for sure. Yeah, uh, Trenton started a couple of years ago. Actually, w- when I gave up the seventh grade, he came in to coach with uh, Randy Spangler. And then, uh, so good to see him up at the JV level. They have five freshmen up on the JVs, uh, Sean, and, and they look pretty good tonight. Of course, Jackson Riley we saw during the football season. Uh, big, strong kid, so... Uh, good, to, good to see them uh, do so well in the opener. Of course, the freshman boys won last night at Sturgis. Yes, yes. Uh, Nate Waterbury's crew won by well, around 10 points or so, and so a good start for them as well. We'll take this two-minute break and preview the varsity girls matchup between Coldwater and Sturgis. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball from the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School on WTVB. Coldwater Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom! Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop Advantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said.
ahead. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come save for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Old Water, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. Every family has unique housing needs. Matt Hala talks about the advantages of building a forever home. Forever homes are designed with universal accessibility in mind. Interior doors at 36 inches allow freer movement throughout the house. Increase clearance around islands for wheelchair accessibility. And we can design zero entry porches and garages. Start planning your forever home today. Stop by Matt Hale at Homes on US 12 east of Coldwater. Visit MattHaleAtHomes.com or check them out on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. Any day is a good day for lunch or dinner at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. From sizzling fajitas to smothered burritos, endless chips and salsa, salads, and even soup, you'll savor every delicious bite at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. And want to wash it down with? How about a jumbo margarita? Or order up a pitcher to share? You'll love the friendly service, authentic Mexican food, and festive atmosphere at El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. FM 95.5 WTVB. We're back at Coldwater High School. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy, Mike's side. Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering our broadcast of Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball. This is uh, something new uh, this year. When we get to the Interstate 8 portion of the season, the girls' varsity games on Friday night doubleheader nights will start at 5.30, and the boys' games will start at 7, which in theory means that we'll get done earlier, we'll get back home earlier. The downside to that is that we have to leave Coldwater earlier for the long road trips, like what Quinn Berry and I will be doing Friday when we go to Hastings. The uh, the annual trip to Hastings, yep, and we're we're hoping for good weather. I think they're just calling for rain. At least at least no snow in the forecast. I don't think, Sean. That wasn't what I saw in the forecast last night. So that's going to be a work in progress to figure out when exactly we leave uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah, for sure. So. Getting ready for this Coldwater Sturgis girls basketball matchup. The Cardinals improved to 2-0 thanks to a 35-15 win against Gull Lake last Friday. It was a game where Gull Lake, looking at the stats, they were held just 12.5% shooting. I I knew it was bad. I didn't know it was 12.5% field goal shooting bad. Wow, that that is rough. Uh, You know, I remember the Cardinals shot uh, 19% in their opener, but... uh, but uh, fared a little better there the last game. I was going to say, somehow managed to, uh, a way to get that nail-biting two-point win up at Portage Central a, a week ago today. Right, yep. Played played really well defensively and, uh, and limited their turnovers, too. So in last Friday's game, Ellie Anderson had seven points, four rebounds, three steals, and two blocks. Maya Porter, our McDonald's player of the game from last Friday, six points, two boards, three assists, and three steals. Ellie Foley had five points, three rebounds, four assists, four steals. Riley Van Aken had five points and four steals, but the bench for coach Ken Smoker will be just a little bit shorter. Ellie Anderson is out sick tonight, uh, according to coach Smoker. Yeah, you know, we're we going to miss Ellie, uh, her rebounding and uh, her out-court shooting. She's become a, become a pretty uh, strong three-point shooter. So, yeah, we'll miss her, but the good thing uh, uh, about that, Coach Smoker has some good depth on this year's team. 
Ellie Anderson, the second-leading scorer through two games, averaging five a night, also averaging three rebounds, one-and-a-half steals, and and one-and-a-half blocks a game. Ellie Foley leading the way with seven-and-a-half points, four rebounds, three assists, and three steals a game. Maya Porter, five points, two-and-a-half rebounds, one-and-a-half assists, and two steals, along with one-and-a-half blocks a game. So we just described two sophomores and a freshman leading the way for uh, Coach Ken Smoker's squad in the early going. Boy, it is such a young team. Um, and, you know, through the years, I'm thinking, Sean, through the years of uh, the uh, girls' basketball and the I-8, we've seen that. We're kind of with Marshall, Northwest, and Parma. Uh, you get those good good uh, athletes to come in as freshmen and sophomores. Uh, you're set up really well for a couple, couple three years. Over to the other side of the scorer's table, the Sturgis Trojans had a 9-11 overall record last year, finished tied for second with Niles in the Wolverine Conference's South Division at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, They started their season last Friday uh, actually going right into Wolverine Conference play, lost at Paw Paw by a score of 58-18. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, geez. The... Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure how their, you know, squad was affected by graduation and so forth. Well, but, I do uh, see only two seniors on the entire roster. Yeah, oh. you know, and and uh, both the boys and girls at Sturgis uh, were 9 and 11 a year ago. So, yeah, we'll just, we'll see what we, uh, I know Coach didn't know a lot about them either. So we'll kind of see how it, how it plays out here. Well, for Sturgis, Riley Carver had five points and five rebounds. Kennedy Thinnerman had four points and three boards. Riley Eicher, three points and two rebounds. Kiana Ote, two points and four steals. Yuri Villafuerte with two points and four rebounds. Emily Schuler with two points and led the team with six rebounds. So that was the entirety of the Lady Trojans' 18 points last Friday. Yep, yep. The, uh, and, and, you know, Sturgis has not had a real strong program for a few years um boy not not like when uh, back in the old twin valley days when they uh, they dominated things for so many years I'm talking about the paul gorsuch coached teams uh, yeah, yeah right right i was thinking of, of his name earlier today uh, boy they had a stretch where they just had some outstanding teams and then even when you go back a little farther to uh just a, a lot of athletes a lot of size uh, and and not just in basketball, you know they were they were pretty uh, pretty dominant throughout the sports, uh, uh, the whole uh, the realm of it. Well, when we talk about the Sturgis Coldwater boys basketball game, uh, one of the leading lights for the Sturgis Trojans is the reigning uh, M Live Kalamazoo Gazette Football Player of the Year, and uh, Jacob Thompson averaged 20 points a game on the basketball court last year and rushed for nearly 2,000 yards this year for Coach Chance Stewart's uh, Sturgis Trojan football team that finished 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, he's going to be someone to watch tonight for sure. We we don't know his size. We didn't get <laughs> too much of that information from the Sturgis folks. But, but yeah, he uh, looks like a, a good one for sure. Well, let's take a look. Uh, get, getting back to girls basketball, uh, Conference play starts on Friday with Coldwater going up to Hastings, Marshall at Harper Creek, Penfield at Lumen Christie, Northwest at Western, and all the way down the list, those will be varsity girls and boys doubleheaders. A return to 
uh, what we saw pre-COVID. But again, the girls' games will start at 5.30 and the boys' games at 7. So that's why on our doubleheader broadcast, we'll be going on the air immediately after that day's evening journal. And then, Sean, is this going to be pretty much the routine? It'll be JV boys prior to those uh, Friday? No. Okay. How does that work this week? Uh, the thir- the uh, On uh, Thursdays, there will be freshmen and JV doubleheaders, boys at one site, girls at the other site. Dependent, on, of course, on whether or not the other team has a freshman girls team. We saw that happen the first week of the girls' basketball season reported Central and Gold Lake did not have freshman girls teams. So back to, as you say, the way it was pre-COVID. Uh, effectively. So Coldwater and Penfield 2-0 and overall. Harper Creek, Hastings, Marshall, and Northwest at 1-1. One and one. Lumen Christie, the girls team does not start play until Friday. Western, surprise, they're starting out 0-2 following losses to Chelsea and Hazlitt on Friday, 54-43. Marshall improved to 1-1 one one with a 44-32 win against Eaton Rapids. Northwest beat Cross-County rival Jackson High, 65-36. Hastings lost to Forest Hills Eastern, 58-32. Penfield on a buzzer beater from Kaylee Glidden beat Mason, 42-40. And then Harper Creek beat Battle Creek Central, 39-34. That's in addition to Coldwater prevailing over Gold Lake by 20 last Friday, 35-15. We'll take this two-minute break, bringing the starting lineup and our keys to the girls' basketball game between Coldwater and Sturgis. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or that musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. In times of uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call in someone who's invested in your success. I'm Diana Butler. And I'm Jordan Butler, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisors. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call us at 517-279-0541. That's 517-279-0541. Edward Jones, member SIPC. When you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell. Hi, I'm Rachel at Case Realty Group in Coldwater. Be the first to see new listings for sale as they hit the market by going online to caserealtygroup.com and sign up for our homes by email. So when you're ready to buy or sell, call Rachel Tell at the Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist. Service and communication are our top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. FM 95.5 WTVB. 
Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Evie Gymnasium starting lineup for our varsity girls basketball game between Coldwater and Sturgis for the host Cardinals 2-0 under veteran head coach Ken Smoker. Slightly different starting lineup as we had hinted at with the unavailability of Ellie Anderson due to illness. The starting lineup's going to look like this. Riley Van Aken, a 5'6 freshman. Kara Miller, a 5'5 junior. And Ellie Foley, a 5'8 sophomore, will be the starting backcourt. And in front will be Coley Burkhart and Maya Porter. They're both 5'10 freshmen. For the Sturgis Trojans, 0-1 under second-year, I believe, second-year head coach Jeremy Buckland. Note that there is a Buckland on the bench coaching one of the teams. And... We did check. He is a cousin to Coldwater boys basketball coach Aaron Buckland. So the starting lineup for Sturgis includes sophomore Kiana Ote, juniors Yuridiana Villafuerta and Leah Yonker, sophomore Kennedy Finnerman, and senior Emily Schuler. Let's hear your keys to tonight's game, Murph. Well, whichever team is going to be able to uh, limit their turnovers tonight certainly is, is going to be a factor. Defensively, you know, we've been really pleased with the Lady Cardinals these first two games last week, how they've been playing defensively, and and we hope that uh, continues tonight. And then, uh, you know, the Cardinals have not shot the ball particularly well last week either. like to see how that offense can develop here into the second week of the season. Coley Burkhart and Kiana Ote will jump at center circle. Ball is tracked down by Maya Porter. Cardinals moving from left to right in their home. Whites with the red numerals and trim. Pass down the middle. Layup is going to go in for Kara Miller. Nice, nice start to the game. Good cut to the basket by Miller. Sturgis moving from right to left in their road. Blacks with the orange numerals and white trim. Cardinals force a turnover. The ball comes to Kara Miller. Miller, long pass to Riley Van Aken. Cut off. On the wing right side, get it inside to Foley. Now back out to Burkhart. Burkhart dishes to Porter. Now Foley on the left wing. Ball poked away by Kiana Ote. Poked away again by Ote. Foley will track down in the backcourt. No over and back since Ote was the last person to touch it. Speaking of Kiana Ote, she commits the first foul of the game as she was on Ellie Foley's hip almost the entire time that Ellie had the ball. Well, and I think she got away with one earlier on the deflection into the backcourt, too, so nab this time. Foley on the right wing, launches a long two. Is off the rim, no good. Rebound by Ote. Kiana Ote, bounce pass to... Riley Carver, who actually got the start instead of uh, Bella, uh, Leah Yunker, I stand corrected. Riley Carver is a junior, and the Cardinals get another turnover. Collision between Maya Porter and the aforementioned Carver. Carver will be assessed the foul, her first and the team second. 2 nothing Coldwater. 6.42 left in the first quarter. Burkhardt inbounds the ball to Foley. Off a screen. Foley dashes down the middle of the lane. Reverse no good. Burkhardt with a rebound. Comes back out to the perimeter. Miller bounce pass to no one. It was bounce passing to me, Murph. <laughs> no one in particular. <laughs> yeah. One of the Cardinals cut to the basket. Left Kara with nobody on the perimeter there, so... 
first turnover for the Cardinals. Moving off the screen is Yuri Villafuerte. She still has the ball in front of the Coldwater bench. Eurostep misses the runner on the right wing. Rebound by Van Aken. Riley Van Aken still in the backcourt being hawked by Riley Carver. Coast to coast goes Van Aken. Misses. Rebound Coldwater comes out to Foley on the right corner. Swing the ball around to the left corner to Coley Burkhardt. Drives baseline. Scoop shot. Goes in. I was watching the referee. It looked like he was thinking it might have been a double dribble, but uh, I guess that was a legit Euro step that Burkhart took there, too. We'll take it anyway. I was, I was kind of wondering if it was traveling, but. 4 nothing. A poke away and a steal by Kara Miller. Caroline across the timeline. Kara dishes to Van Aken. Three pointer left wing is an air ball. Rebound underneath by Sturgis. This Kennedy Finnerman had the rebound. One of the shorter players on the floor for the Trojans. I haven't heard much from Emily Schuler. She stands, she towers just about uh, above everybody on the floor, even the Cardinals. So I'd say she's maybe 6'1, 6'2, as she misses the three pointer and misses pretty bad. Yeah. Cardinals had the rebound, straddling the baseline. Sturgis will get it back underneath their basket. 5.06 left to play, first quarter. Schuler, one of the two seniors on the Trojan squad as well. Inbound, intercepted by the Cardinals. Loose ball, knocked away by the Trojans, and it rolls out of bounds in front of Coach Aaron Buckland and Coach Kevin Shepard. Yeah, four turnovers already on the uh, Trojans. Cardinals really some good defense so far. Sturgis throwing out a press. The inbound comes to Ellie Foley. We're going to get a Sturgis foul. Yep, little hand check. Villafuerta picks up her first foul, team third. And timeout is going to be taken. Uh, Sturgis took that timeout, didn't they? Yes, no, uh, Coldwater. Coldwater did. Coldwater took the timeout. 4.58 left to play in the first quarter. The Cardinals up 4-0. Talk about the defense that Sturgis has been throwing out so far. Yeah, Sturgis playing man-to-man, very aggressive. I'd say both teams <laughs> very aggressive defensively here in the early going. Sturgis nabbed for a couple of fouls, actually three now on the board. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they they want to get up in your face, both teams. Cardinals have forced those four turnovers. But now Sturgis to go full court pressure here on the Cardinals. Riley Van Aken to trigger. Van Aken is looking. Van Aken is looking. Ball lobbed to Foley. Foley gets it midcourt to Burkhart. Burkhart slings it to an open Kara Miller. Immediately clogged up by her defender, Finnerman. Here's a dribble drive left baseline. Bounce pass on the right blocks. Burkhart layup good. She has four of the Cardinals' six points. Nice assist from Riley Van Aken on the baseline. 6-0 Cardinals with 4.35 left to play in the first quarter from here at Coldwater. Bounce pass, another steal by the Cardinals. Burkhardt's going to get credit for that one. It was uh, Maya Porter that caused it. Three-pointer almost attempted by Miller. Now dish it out to the left wing. It's good from the left wing for Riley Van Aken. This time, it'll be Jeremy uh, Buckland 
calling the timeout for Sturgis because his team's down 9-0, a full timeout with 4-11 left to play in the first quarter. We're back in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Ram is celebrating 35 years in business, so that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Bobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Riley Eicher, a junior, checked in for Sturgis during the timeout. Something to try and stem the tide a little bit. It's a 9-0 Cardinal lead. It's Trojan ball. A token press being shown by the Cardinals in the backcourt. They're able to break it. Layup was missed by Kennedy Finnerman. Ball in the air off of Maya Porter's fingertips. Meanwhile... Ellie Foley gets clobbered by a double team. No call. The ball's going to go back to the Trojans as the ball came out of Foley's hands. Fisher to inbound and stolen right away by Kara Miller. How many steals do you have Caroline for now? Yeah, she's got a couple. Van Aiken to the right wing to Maya Porter. Now Burkhart, top of the key, drives down the middle. Two-handed scoop shot is good. She now has six points. Yeah, Coley getting the start for Ellie Anderson tonight. Usually sees the first one off the bench, but Coley is off to a great start with her varsity career. Speaking of girls on the bench is Riley Van Aken. Steals and scores plus one. We're going to see Danica Cox, Jayla Sloan, and Emma Porter check in momentarily. Porter, a 5'5 junior, Sloan, a 5'5 junior, and Cox, a 5'8 freshman. The foul on Riley Eicher, her first. Team fourth, Cardinals have not committed a foul yet. And in comes those substitutions. Porter and Foley come to the bench. Miss on the free throw. Score remains 13-0 as Sturgis will retain possession. Uh, the Cardinals and Trojans were battling for the loose ball. It was off of the Cardinals. Yeah, they forced seven turnovers on the Trojans wow. here in the first uh, four and a half minutes. So uh, really dominating in that area. Maya Porter, the other girl to come to the bench for Coldwater. Trouble inside as Riley Eicher received the pass. Now comes out top of the key. Three-pointer is missed by Emily Schuler. Rebound Coldwater. Comes Riley Van Aken taking it coast to coast. Layup good. Riley uh, had that little hesitation dribble. Got her uh, Trojan defender to ease up a little and then bursted by her. Just like mom and dad used to do it here on this floor. (laughs) Yeah. 
Steal inside. Carver had the ball taken clean away by Coley Burkhart. Here comes Riley Van Aken. Van Aken out to Sloan, open left wing tray. Bounces, did not go in. Battle for the rebound. Burkhart was trying to bounce it off the Sturgis player and wishing successful in doing so, Murph. Looks like they're going to keep it with the Cardinals down there. Sturgis will bring in Lee Eels. She is a junior. Riley Van Aken, meanwhile, will trigger with the Cardinals up 15-0. Inbound to Emma Porter on the left wing. Passes to Burkhardt, open from the right corner. Three-pointer off the front of the rim. Ball tipped to Kiana Ote. She had numbers. She does the split. She misses the shot from the left blocks. Rebound by Burkhardt. Jayla Sloan across the timeline with the ball. Ball poked away by Ote. That name's going to make me sound more and more like a poet every time I mention it, you know. Kiana, Kiana, Kiana Ote. Ote. 15-0 Cardinals. Two minutes left to play in the first quarter. Danica Cox to Emma Porter launches a tray from the left wing. Off the back of the rim, but the rebound comes to Van Aken. Bounce pass inside. Shot from Coley Burkhardt is good from the right block. She has eight. Van Aken has seven, and the Cardinals lead 17-0, Murph. Yeah, Riley Van Aken, really nice job there. Getting the rebound, nice bounce pass underneath in the lane to Burkhardt. Bennerman had the ball poked away by Emma Porter. Emma couldn't corral the ball. Sturgis will get the ball back here. Miller back in for Coldwater. Yuri Villafuerta for Sturgis. Well, there is a girl on the Sturgis roster that we have, I remember seeing in the past, and that's Harley Bloom, who is the setter for the Trojan volleyball team in the fall. Ah. She hasn't come in yet. Meanwhile, the Cardinals get another turnover. Pass to Miller. Inside to a streaky Sloan. She gets a layup. Boy, Kara Miller looking good, too. Nice feed into Jayla with a good cut to the ball. Believe it or not, it's a 19-0 lead for Coldwater. Sturgis hasn't scored anything yet. Finnerman having trouble handling the ball on the left wing. Sloan's in her face. Ball comes to Lee Eels, top of the key. Miller almost poking the ball away. Eels able to corral it, but Eels coughs up the ball to Emma Porter. There wasn't a black shirt anywhere within where Eels was desperately trying to pass. Now Emma Porter to Kara Miller. Pump fake on the right baseline. Drives, kicks the ball out to Sloan. Now Cox around to the left corner. A drive and a miss by Maya Porter back in. Loose ball and the battle right along the baseline. Ball off of, I, I think it was Maya Porter who last touched it. 32 seconds left to play first quarter. Cardinals up 19-0. Sturges ball in the backcourt. Boy, you can't find much wrong about this first eight minutes for the Lady Cards. They uh, look good in every department. Well, the question is, can they sustain it, uh, continue for the remaining 24? Wow. First basket of the game for the Sturgis Trojans coming with about 15 seconds left. Kennedy Finnerman from the right elbow banked it off the glass. 19-2 Cardinals. Here comes Coldwater, bounce pass, Sloan to the right corner. Three-pointer along two, missed by Danica Cox. What a first quarter for Coldwater. They lead Sturgis 19-2. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Does your company use pallets on a day-to-day basis? 
Did you know you can reduce your environmental footprint and help save the environment by recycling your company's pallets? Union Pallet offers a complete recycling program to retrieve, remanufacture, and repair pallets that are beyond their usable life. For more information on how your company can save money and the environment, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Running scoring totals after one quarter for Coldwater. Coley Burkhart with eight, Riley Van Aken with seven, and buckets for Kara Miller and Jayla Sloan. Totaling 19 points for Coldwater. Meanwhile, for Sturgis, Kennedy Finnerman with that one field goal late in the first quarter, and that's it. It's been a dominating defensive performance by Coldwater through the first eight minutes of this one. But, but again, I ask the question, can the Cardinals keep it up for the remaining 24 minutes of this? Sturgis ball to start the second quarter. Defensively, uh, the Cardinals have been staying man-to-man. They have. They played the whole quarter man-to-man, but now they're coming out in the 2-3 zone. They'll work on that a little bit. Jumper by Schuler, right baseline missed. Uh, Ellie Foley is forced to the sideline by Yuri Villafuerte. Yeah, nine turnovers on the Trojans that first eight minutes. Just a dominating performance by the Cardinals defensively. Uh, and, you know, with Sturgis right up in your face defensively, Cardinals have taken advantage on some nice drives, go right around them, get to the rim. Had quite a few layups in that first quarter. Bella Fuerta with her second, so she comes out. Riley Carver in for her. Five fouls up on the board for the Trojans. None yet for Coldwater. Ellie Foley back in, bounce pass to Cox. Now Maya Porter on the left corner, up top to cousin Emma. Moving to her right, dishes to Danica Cox. It was too hot of a pass and she couldn't haul it in. So I was told by a little birdie named Pam Porter that we got another set of cousins on this Coldwater girls basketball team. Danica Cox and Coley Burkhardt are cousins. Yeah, quite the family affair. Shot by Schuler inside, no good. She tried to get the rebound put back, but was foul. First foul of the game for Coldwater. You know, we saw that last week one game where the Cardinals went a whole quarter without a foul, and I think it was Portage Central. Um, Danica Cox a, with a foul. Yeah, one of uh, Coach Smoker's goals, try to limit those fouls. First to two from the free throw line for Emily Schuler is a brick. Do you remember seeing her on the volleyball court when we uh, last saw Sturgis volleyball, maybe a couple of years ago? Not really. She, like you say, she's got to go probably about 6-2. She splits the pair from the free throw line. It's 19-3. Trojans are pressing, almost get the turnover. Cox steps the ball to Foley. Foley now across the half-court line. Ellie Foley to the baseline. Driving baseline, left her defender in the dust. All comes back to the perimeter. Here's Emma Porter. 
Cox to Maya Porter. Foley thought about the three-pointer and said, well, dash down the middle of the lane and get a layup. Her first basket of the game puts the Cardinals up 21-3. 18-point lead as we approach the seven-minute mark of the second quarter. Thinnerman on the right wing with the ball for Sturgis. Jayla Sloan hawking her. Ball comes left wing to Carver. Now back to Thinnerman. Draws a double team. Foley pokes the ball away. Almost got the turnover. Again, another poke away. Ball lands. I I think it landed in Coach Smoker's lap. Possession uh, back to Sturgis. The inbound comes to Carver. Riley Carver bounce pass to Kennedy Thinnerman. Three-pointer. Off the rim, no good. And Foley screens the ball out. Cardinals will get it. Six minutes, 37 seconds left to play in quarter number two. It's Coldwater 21 and Sturgis 3. Varsity girls basketball from Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. We're so glad you're listening on this Tuesday afternoon. Soon to become a Tuesday evening in about three minutes. Bounce pass from Foley to Cox. She drives baseline right side, gets the ball back out to Sloan on the left wing. Foley calls for right side. Three-pointer is going to be short, and it wouldn't have counted anyway because of a traveling violation as Foley took that shot. Yeah, Ellie uh, tried to step back, and she must have moved her pivot foot before she got into that. Of course, it just so happened that she did it in front of one of the three officials. Here's a three-pointer attempted by Finnerman. Nothing but net. Well, Finnerman has five of the Trojans' six points, 21 to six, the current score. <laughs> it looks like she just kind of shot puts that thing up here. And it got all net. Riley Eicher was trailing Ellie Foley as they both crossed the timeline. Eicher's going to pick up her second foul and the team's sixth. Just yeah. one foul up on the board for Coldwater. Cardinals just one foul away from going to the line. Already. Well, you know, those three girls that are juniors now that we saw as sophomores last year, Porter, Emma Porter, uh, Jayla Sloan and Kara Miller. Boy, they, uh, they've they really come on this season so far, what we've seen. Back to game action. Ellie Foley, nice dish to Maya Porter, who back, uh, came back in. Messed it short. Kiana Otey, who came in, gets the steal and the layup. Wow, very nice athletic move there, Otey. Yeah, and, and just to f- finish that point, Sean, <laughs> the Cardinals are moving too fast to do that right now. Maya Porter runs on the curl, goes to the right blocks, misses a shot, whistle, and a foul on the battle for the rebound. And it's going to be just Coldwater's second foul of the night. Well, and you know with the advent of these four freshmen up on the team for Ken Smoker's Cardinals, um, boy, I'll tell you, there's just more competition. You got nine girls, and uh, if you want playing time, you're going to have to produce, and uh, the competition has really spurred the Cardinals. Maya Porter got whistled for her first foul, team second. Ken Smoker takes a 30-second timeout. 5.21 left to play in the third quarter. It's Coldwater 21 and Sturgis 8. Boy, it's a... Well, Sturgis has had a couple baskets here in the second quarter. They've got their legs under him a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, as we said... The Cardinals couldn't have played a a better eight minutes to start the game. You know you're not going to be able to sustain that the whole entire 32 minutes. But uh, 
very impressive so far by those Lady Cardinals. It's a very busy night here at the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. Well, actually, for all of Coldwater High School, in addition to the games here at the gym, there's also the first of the winter music concerts. Mm-hmm. Leg Middle School choirs are having their concert tonight at 7 o'clock in the cafeteria. Sturgis ball coming out of the timeout. A double team right corner on Eels, and the Cardinals get a steal. Riley Van Aken with the ball. Gets across the timeline with Finnerman on her hip. Finnerman pushes and is going to get called for the foul, and that will send Riley Van Aken to the free throw line. Finnerman's first foul is the team seventh. Yeah, and you can see Coach Buckland of uh, Sturgis really encouraging her girls, his girls, to show what he wants defensively, and sometimes just a little too much hands there. They've got a number of hand check fouls. <laughs> he wants them to play very aggressive up on. Uh, the girls defensively, and, you know, that's led to he's seven fouls at this point as well. The front end of the one-and-one one for Riley Van Aken. Bounces, did not go in. Burkhart had a hand on the rebound, but Carver coughs it up to Coldwater's Danica Cox. Ball out of bounds, last touch by a diving Sturgis player. I believe that was Iker who was battling for it along with Cox. Coldwater will retain possession. Sideline right, the ball inbounded to Van Aken. Stays on the perimeter. Sturgis staying man-to-man. Cox to Kara Miller, who came back in recently. Ball comes to Riley Van Aken. Dashes down the left wing. In and out. Rebound, Finnerman. Here comes Kennedy Finnerman. She wants to take it coast-to-coast. Jumper over the rim. Rebound, Maya Porter. 21-8 21-8 Cardinals, 4-20 left to play in the first half. Here's Riley Van Aken, wide open tray, right corner. It's short off the rim, but Maya Porter gets the rebound and had the ball poked away from behind. Yeah, Maya got a rebound at each end of the floor that time, kicking it out to her cousin for a, an open shot by Riley. Gotta love that, huh? Yeah, Riley's look good tonight. She's really aggressively going to the rim. Cardinal ball, here's Van Aken on the left corner. Runs that curl again, count the basket and one. <laughs> she did it again. Now uh, let's see if Riley can actually make a free throw. She's 0 of 2 tonight. Yeah, she, uh, boy, at least three or four times tonight. It's gotten by her girl right to the rim. Ills with a foul, her first team eighth. Sturgis will bring... Hallie Brooks in, and also the one player that I was talking about, the setter on the Trojan volleyball team, Harley Bloom. Brooks is a senior, Bloom is a junior. Clock stopped with 4.03 left to play in the first half. Too strong off the back of the rim, but Burkhart gets the rebound. Forces up a shot and is called, well, called for a double dribble before she attempted the shot. Twenty-three for the Coldwater Cardinals and eight for the Sturgis Trojans. We're halfway through the second quarter. Another steal by Kara Miller. Took a clean away from Riley Carver. Now Van Aken to Cox. Swing the ball around to Burkhart on the right corner. She'll drive. Had the ball poked away by Ote. 
Burkhart tracks the ball back down. Tried to get it out to Maya Porter. Stolen on the run by Riley Eicher. She's fouled. Yeah, four turnovers this quarter on the Cardinals. They had just two in that first quarter. Maya Porter picking up her second foul, team third. It'll be Sturgis ball underneath their basket. There was, wasn't even an attempt at a shot. On a set play, a shot and a score for Sturgis. Yeah, Coach Smoker's not gonna like that one. A little too easy there. Riley Carver with the basket. Had to wait uh, because the referee was right in my line of sight. Three-pointer, Riley Van Aken, top of the key, missed. But rebound, Coldwater, Burkhart. Gets it again to uh, Maya Porter this time. Too strong off the back of the rim. Loose ball is going to be going back to the Cardinals. Bloom last touched the ball. (laughs) You are not going to find anyone in uh, girls basketball around the area that's going to go to those offensive boards as well as goalie Burkhart. Here's Maya Porter trying to back her way in, kick the ball out to Kara Miller, now out to Maya Porter. Jumper from 12, left baseline, rolls off the rim. Loose ball collected by Miller. Comes out to the right wing, Van Aken inside to Burkhart, yes. Riley, another nice assist from Van Aken. Burkhart now with 10 of the Cardinals' 25 points, a 15-point lead, 236 and counting left to play until halftime. It's a dribble drive right baseline by Hallie Brooks. Comes back outside. Tried to get the bounce pass back out to the perimeter, but it was stolen by Coldwater. Van Aken lobs the ball over Kara Miller's fingertips. If she was about four inches taller, she might have had that pass. Emma Porter's going to come in for Kara Miller. On the Coldwater side, Emily Schuler back in for Sturgis. Coming in for Riley Carver. 25-10, 25-10, Stur- uh, Sturgis trailing by 15, 2.22 left to play in the first half. Also number 40, Caitlin Garcia in for the first time for the Cardinals. Five, six seniors, first appearance on the evening. Ball comes to Riley Eicher in front of the Coldwater bench. Slid the feet as she got the pass away. Shot by Brooks may have been blocked. We're going to get our first jump ball of the game as Emily Schuler was tied up. Possession arrow pointing toward Coldwater. Yeah, just looking, Sturgis has actually outscored the Cardinals here in the second quarter, eight to six. Well, there's still two minutes left to change that. Bounce pass, Van Aiken to Cox. Uh, her shot went wide left. It was deflected by a Sturgis Trojan player, so Coldwater yep. will retain possession. A minute and 54 left to play in the second quarter. Cardinals up 15, Burkhart looking and finds Cox. Cox to Van Aken. Van Aken dishes to Burkhart, right wing. Split the double team. Gets it to a streaking Riley Van Aken. She's going to go up and shoot two as she was hacked. Boy, now that was an outstanding play by Van Aken. Coley Burkhart, after just one uh, dribble out here on the right wing, had lost her dribble. There was no one. Sturgis had everyone covered. And Riley Van Aken from the top of the key broke to the rim. And able to give, uh, you know, a a pass outlet for Burkhart. So outstanding job by Riley. First of two. Bounces off the rim. So, so far in the evening, Riley Van Aken, 0 of 4. She was shooting 33 and a third percent coming in. The foul whistled against Sturgis' Riley Eicher, her third and the team eighth. 
So she comes out along with Bloom. We see Lee Eels back in, along with another Trojan substitution. Second of two. Line drived it, but she had a rebound. Was underneath her fingertips. Is picked up by Sturgis. Here comes Kiana Ote. Stopped at the free throw line. Comes back out to the right <laughs> wing. Chucking a three-pointer like tossing a shot put. Lee Eels misses badly. In transition, Riley, uh, Coley Burkhart finishes for her 11th and 12th point of the game. Yeah, fourth assist by Van Aken. Great look ahead, and Coley running the floor. 27-10, Cardinals up 17. A minute 11 left to play first half. Sturgis just threw the ball away. It was an attempted pass by Riley Carver to Kiana Ote. She, I don't think she was paying attention, Murph. Yeah, got a little miscommunication there. And... Jayla Sloan coming in for the Lady Cardinals. Riley Van Aken to the bench. Emma Porter with the ball. Dishes to Garcia. Garcia up top to Cox. Hands off to Porter, juggles the ball as she received it. Now roaming the perimeter, get it out to Burkhardt on the right wing. A jumper from the blocks, missed. Rebound, tip to the Lee Eels. Stolen back by Burkhardt. Falling down. The ball picked up by Ote. She makes a mad dash to the basket and gets a layup. She has four. Kennedy Finnerman has five. We're going to have an official timeout for injury. Coley Burkhardt. She hit the deck kind of hard in uh, in all of that action other end of the floor, so she'll come out. Maya Porter come in. Limping a little as she goes to the sideline. Coach Smoker checking. Uh, Phil Herman, the certified athletic trainer, will probably take a look at that as well. No cardinal ball. Get it into the front court. Under 30 seconds left. A 27-12 lead, back to uh, 15. Garcia dishes to the left elbow. Maya Porter out to Cousin Emma. Now Sloan on the left wing. Porter launches a three-pointer. It's a long two, and it was missed. Porter trying to save the loose ball from going out of bounds. Couldn't. It's right in front of athletic director Todd Farmer and game manager Ryan Sheets. Also one of the middle school football coaches. You probably knew that, Murph, right? Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Eels chucks up another desperation shot, and it falls way short. 27 for the Coldwater Cardinals, 12 for the Sturgis Trojans. After 16 minutes of girls' basketball action, the Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Coldwater Electric Motors, also known as CEM Supply, has been owned locally since 1977, and we can't say thank you enough to Branch and surrounding counties for supporting us. This is Sam Griffin. We're so proud of the solid working relationships that we've built with industry, agriculture, contractors, and walk-in customers. If you have not shopped here or it's been a while, check us out. We're real, we're here, and we're local. CEM Supply on Garfield Avenue or online at cemindustrialsupply.com. The real estate market continues to change. And your team at Midwestern Realty Group are seasoned pros to help you navigate through the fluctuations. If you are thinking about selling your home or property, give us a call at Midwestern Realty Group. Our team of 18 real estate professionals has the experience you are looking for. To help you get the most money available, 
available for your property. Residential, commercial, farm, or land sales. We can guide you through the staging and setup to make your property look its best to potential buyers. Our track record with sellers is unmatched. Midwestern Realty Group is one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. We're committed to our clients, our customers, and our local organizations. Our goal is to make your real estate sale as smooth as possible. So if you are thinking about listing your home, I'm Jill. I'm Carrie. Call the team at Midwestern Realty Group. Jim here. I'm Letha. Michelle. I'm David. Stop by the Midwestern Realty Office at 685 East Chicago Road, Coldwater, or click MidwesternRealty.com. You shouldn't need an advanced degree to figure out how to pay for one. Hi, I'm BJ West, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help you understand all the options you have when paying for an education. Whether you're the first in your family to attend college or planning for a grandchild to build on a legacy that goes back generations, let us work together to take care of your unique financial needs. Call me at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. You've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race. At Edward Jones, we apply that consistent approach to long-term investing. Hi, I'm BJ West, your local Edward Jones financial advisor. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis is key to long-term growth. We call this systematic investing. And though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it is a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of suffering from it. To learn more, call us at 517-278-3049. Edward Jones, member SIPC. I just love this restaurant, El Cerrito. That's El Cerrito. Oh, right. They have the best chimichangas. Actually, it's chimichangas. You must not eat Mexican food very often. Yes, at least once a week. But El Cerrito is my favorite. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner, even if you can't pronounce it. They'll serve up an endless bowl of chips and salsa while you decide what menu item will fill your craving. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. It's halftime here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Amy Gymnasium and varsity girls basketball action. Coldwater leading Sturgis 27-12. Halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Scoring for the Cardinals, Riley Van Aken with 12, Kara Miller with 2, Ellie Foley with 2, Jayla Sloan with 2, and Coley Burkhart leading all scorers with 12 of the Cardinals' 27 points. For Sturgis, meanwhile, Kiana Ote with four, Riley Carver with two. Kennedy Finnerman leading the way for Sturgis with five, and Emily Schuler with a single free throw. That is their 12 points. By the quarters, 19-2 in the first for Coldwater, but Sturgis actually outscored the Lady Cards in the second, 10-8. Yeah, and how many points did you have Riley Van Aken for, Sean? Nine. Nine, okay, yeah, wow. Seven in the first quarter, a basket in the second, but 0-4 from the free throw line. Yeah, so her and Coley Burkhardt have combined for 21 of the uh, 27 Cardinal points. And uh, Speaking of free throws, uh, Sturgis only got up to the line once, and uh, it was a split of a pair for Emily Schuler. so... 
Free oh. throw is not really a factor. Thank goodness for Riley Van Aken and uh, for the Cardinals. No yeah, the, uh, again, the Cardinals just working uh, really well and not fouling, not putting Sturgis on the line. That's worked well. 15 turnovers for Sturgis in that first 16 minutes of the ball game. Eight turnovers on the Cardinals. Coley Burkhart, uh, proverbial bull in a china shop. Five rebounds in that first uh, half. Two steals. Riley Van Aken had four assists, three steals. Kara Miller, three steals, a couple assists. And uh, Maya had uh, three rebounds to go with a steal as well. Just a really solid effort by the Lady Cards in that first half. Earlier tonight, the Coldwater JV boys basketball team beat Sturgis 55-36, 16 points from Austin Downs, 12 from Jackson Riley. Once we get done with the girls' game, we've got the boys' basketball contest between Coldwater and Sturgis. And uh, Murph, I want to take it back to uh, 2009, January 15th, the first time Sturgis head coach Keith Karowski came to the Coach Floyd E.B. gym. Well, you know, it's been one of those seasons. It's a a tough spot for Coach K to come in to replace a guy like Tim Miller, a real class act. Now the clock is moving inside, in and out of Jake's hands, picked up by the Trojans' Merrill. Marcus Gauthier losing the ball subsequently. Merrill picks it up, stripped away. Wilson coming up with it. Oh! A very, very flagrant foul as Cam Hallecky got clothesline and another technical whistled in there. Looks like it's going to be offsetting fouls here. Spencer Tanner not very happy at the fact that Cam Hallecky got clothesline as uh, went his way to the cup. It's not the way to start this game up. There is no reason for that foul to be that deliberate whatsoever. Wenzel from five. The jumper no good. And Hockey with a rebound. Ahead it's going to come to Jake Robinson all by himself. Intentional foul from behind once again. I got a feeling this game's still going to get a little more testy before it's over with, too. Gee, whatever gave you that idea? Just had a feeling. (laughs) Robinson with a steal ahead. It's going to come to Spencer Tanner. He got hacked from behind. Another intentional foul against the Sturgis Trojans. Wow. And A.J. Wenzel's done. Grabbing the shirt is the what they are going to call A.J. Wenzel for. That is his fifth fall, second intentional. So no matter how you slice it, Wenzel's done. Well, Wenzel. I, I think with the two intentional fouls, would he not? Be available the next game as well. I'd have to check the rule book. I'm not sure of that, but uh, regardless of that, A.J. Wenzel's taking a seat. Spencer Tanner going to go to the line to shoot a pair, and the Cardinals will get the ball back. So that Sturgis bench already short as it is. Just a little bit shorter. Another technical foul. I think this is going to be a bench technical against Coach Kurowski. He waited an awful long time to get Wenzel out of there. I think that's what the call was. Keith Kurowski getting an explanation, and he probably probably didn't know that you only had 20 seconds to get your sub in. And and they do keep track of that with a clock down here. 5.08 left to play. It's now 54-26. The runner by Hockey does not go in. Almost did. He draws a foul, though. Sean Merrill picking up his fifth foul. He's done as well. So that Sturgis bench continuing to get shorter and shorter. 
Cam Holicky going to go to the line to shoot another two. And now they're going to start that 20-second clock to get the substitution. Coach Kurowski thought that was a 30-second clock. That's where the confusion came in. Meanwhile, Coach Kurowski looking up and down the bench. Looking up and down. Look. He's going he's gonna to have to call timeout. Yep. He's a pretty unhappy camper right now. Now back to Goth here as the Cardinals have kept up the pressure on their man-to-man defense. Whistle, there's an injury timeout. <laughs> well, another strange call. Coach Kurowski uh, getting a warning about coming out of the coaching box. And they have been marked tonight, too. So. Yep, they do have them marked. So. Just, yeah, we, uh, we had to mark them uh, during the Coldwater Sturgis girls game last week as uh, their head coach kept roaming outside the parameters of the box that wasn't previously marked off. Sterling Sebesky coming into the Cardinal lineup. <laughs> Bench technical. Kurowski's done. Oh. He was mouthing off on the bench, and now Kurowski is heading into the locker room. His night is done. And uh, the Cardinal Crazy Student section picking up on that right away. They're breaking out into na-na, hey-hey. Kiss him goodbye. Well, that was a rather ubiquitous, rude introduction to the Coldwater-Sturgis rivalry for <laughs> the Sturgis head coach, Keith Kurowski. It was good to hear uh, you and Al, uh, Al uh, on the broadcast. Uh, wow. Yeah, Keith, is, Keith has had his moments, that's for sure. Sturgis ball moving from left to right as we have switched sides to start the second half of the varsity girls basketball game. They trail 27-12, to 12, and it looks like we got the starters back out on the floor. Yuri Villafuerta running on the curl, forcing up a shot and drawing a cold water foul. Now don't forget, at the end of this game and at the end of our boys' contest, we will name McDonald's players of the game for your local area McDonald's restaurants. Looks like the Sturges boys team heading to the locker room. I saw that correctly. Uh, Maya Porter picked up her third foul team first of the second half. Maya's third, huh? Mm-hmm. It said four because they gave the foul to the wrong number, 32. <laughs> Riley Eicher for Sturgis has three currently. Meanwhile, Billy Yuri Villafuerta made both of her free throws. It's 27-14. Oh, an underhanded pass by Ellie Foley trying to get it to Maya Porter. Cardinals somehow able to save it as they were looking very uncomfortable with that press break. Miller's pass tipped. Ball still loose. <laughs> Eventually comes to Van Aken. Ball swung around to Maya Porter on the left wing. Up top, Foley faked the three-pointer in front of the much taller Schuler. She'll take it to the rack herself. Well, good recognition by Ellie Foley there. She had the big girl on her at the top of the key. Just zipped right around her. 29-14 after that exchange of baskets to start the third quarter. 6.57 left to play in it. Here's a pass to the left wing. Three-pointer is an air ball for Carver. Rebound Foley. Ellie Foley got past her defender, Carver. Now dishes to Maya Porter around to Kara Miller. Long two, in and out, ball tip. It's gonna be tracked down by Van Aken. She's on the right wing. Hands off to the corner. Three-pointer is short for Burkhart. One of her few misses. Or on that short tip. 
uh, pass. It was tipped out of bounds by Sturgis. On a set play, layup good for Burkhart. She now has 14. <laughs> Cole, Coley's smiling at the bench. Hey, I made a layup. <laughs> 31 to 14. 617 and counting left to play in the third quarter. Trouble at the free throw line for Riley Carver. Ball comes out to the perimeter. Villa Fuerta running the curl, forces up another shot inside the lane. Misses and rebound by Foley. 31 to 14, Coldwater. Six minutes left to play in the third quarter. Pass comes to Riley Van Aken. Dribble drive, kick the ball out to Maya Porter. Porter on the Eurostep, trying to get around Schuler. Whistle, and we're going to get a foul on Schuler. Her first, team first, the second half. Well, you know, Ellie Foley's had a pretty quiet night. She really hasn't shot the ball much at all, but, you know, with uh, Van Aken and Burkhart. The big scorer is in that first half, and that's what's really going to make this Lady Cardinal addition of this year better. They don't have to just depend on Foley to score, as they did last year pretty much, and little Ellie Anderson as well. But, boy, they're going to get more balanced scoring this year. Maya Porter with a make and a make in the free throw line. She was 60% coming in from the free throw line. She uh, definitely improved on that. So she has uh, one up on her cousins, I guess. 33-14, missed jumper from the right elbow, missed by Carver. Here comes Coldwater. Going coast to coast, and Burkhardt is hacked from behind on the take. Yeah, that's three defensive rebounds here in the early going of the uh, third quarter for Ellie Foley. Second foul of the game for Emily Schuler of the Sturgis Trojans. Team second, Burkhart to the free throw line. And would you believe this is going to be her first attempt from the charity stripe this season? First one, clunk. I think usually she's the one running into other uh, opponents than, than people running into her. Second one, she dips, she shoots, see if she corrects herself, she does. 15 points on the night for Coley Burkhart, and the Cardinals are up 20, 34 to 14. Uh, under five and a half minutes left to play in the third quarter. Here is Kennedy Fennerman, double team. Needs to get the ball to someone, and that forces Jeremy Buckland to burn one of his timeouts, one that he probably would have liked to have saved. Otherwise, it would have been a five-second call. It's a 30-second timeout, 519 left, third quarter. It's Coldwater 34 and Sturgis 14. <laughs> it's a referee over here in front of our uh, fans. He got the ball bounced off his head there during the, as they went to the timeout. Yeah, but, it's, you know, uh, that actually reminds me of a story about uh, the uh, automated production systems that are becoming more and more prevalent, just like the Pixelot unit that's up at the top of Coach Floyd E.B. Jim tracking the action of tonight's games for the NFHS network. Uh, it, was, it was a lower division soccer game in Great Britain and the automated production system, instead of following the soccer ball, was actually tracking the bald head of the referee. <laughs> That'd be a good one to remind him of occasionally. 
Back underway, coming out of the Sturgis timeout. They trail by 20, 34 to 14. It's Trojan ball. Here's a dry baseline. Finnerman is cut off. Van Aken almost pokes the ball away from Finnerman. That wasn't Finnerman check that. That was Iker. Well, again, the Cardinals really playing excellent defense, making the Trojans just earn everything they can get. Schuler bounce pass is tracked down by Finnerman. Kara Miller is hawking her as the Cardinals are going back man-to-man defensively. A steal by Ellie Foley. One on two break. She's fouled by Kiana Ote. That foul most certainly was not Ote. <laughs> but the foul was committed by Ote. Her second. Team third of the second half. Foley to the free throw line where she is six of 11 coming in. Oh, she had that string of misses. Portage Central in the late going, but... Uh, don't don't remind her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't think we're going to probably see that again this year. Uh, well, she made the first one, so that's a, that's a start. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I, she was probably, what, high in the 70 percentile last year. Second one. Both of those look picture perfect. She now has six points, and the Cardinals are up 22, 36-14. A steal. Tara Miller almost had the ball stolen right back, but she retains possession. Hands off to Ellie Foley. Moves to the baseline left side. Bounce pass to an open Maya Porter. Misses, but she gets her own rebound put back. And Porter with her first field goal of the game. Maya Porter. Really nice, uh, nice bounce pass inside. 38-14, another steal by Ellie Foley. Foley will peel back a little bit as she draws three defenders. Ote with a block from behind. Foley hits the deck hard. Coldwater will bring in three fresh subs. Jayla Sloan, Danica Cox, and Emma Porter. Maya Porter, Kara Miller, and Riley Van Aken to the bench. Foley, despite landing hard, will inbound the ball. To Emma Porter it comes. Loose ball picked up by Ellie on the right wing. Get it to Burkhart, top of the key. The floater from inside the free throw line, no good, but she gets her own rebound, gets it to Danica Cox. Chucks it up and gets it in. Yep, Coley with an assist, her first assist of the night after that offensive board. Four, six, seven, nine, 11, 13 to two. Coldwater's outscored Sturgis in the third quarter, Murph. Wow. 40 to 14, three-pointer by Ote was missed. Ball tipped to Foley. Foley, long pass to Emma Porter. Nice pass to Jayla Sloan. Too far underneath, so the Cardinals will take it outside. Three-pointer, Foley is short off the rim. A ricochet off of Schuler's head and into the arms of McKenna Miller. Ooh, my goodness. <laughs> to our immediate right, Coley Burkhardt pokes the ball away. Tries to save it and almost runs into Coldwater Athletic Department Secretary Rachel Foley, who's sitting to our right. <laughs> you can see why Coley Burkhardt might get a few black and blue uh, bruises at the end of the game. 40 to 14, it's Sturgis ball. They trail by 26 and a little traveling music, Sammy. Miller was induced into a traveling violation. 
Allie Brooks checking in for Sturgis. 3.06 left to play, third quarter. It's been all Cardinals here in the first and third quarters. Yes. 40 to 14, they lead it three minutes to go in the third quarter here. Ellie Foley now across the timeline. Iker picks her up. Iker with her three fouls. Here's a three-pointer missed by Sloan, but Foley gets the rebound up high. Kicks the ball out to Emma Porter. Her three-pointer from the right wing missed. Burkhart with a rebound. Gets it back out to Jayla. Now Danica Cox. Bounce pass to Ellie Foley between the circles. Foley, a dash down the middle, is stripped. <laughs> hits the deck hard. Possession will stay with the Cardinals. Ellie uh, Foley really being aggressive going to the rim here in this third quarter. She's going to limp off for Riley Van Aken here. Somehow, I, I think uh, as she heads to the bench, she's probably thinking, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals retain possession. Here is Sloan up top to Van Aken being hawked by McKenna Miller. Sloan bounce pass out to Burkhardt on the left corner. Drives and scores. Nicely done, Coley Burkhardt. 17 points now for the freshman, and it's 42-14 to 14 Coldwater. 2-11 left to play in the third quarter from here at Coldwater High School. One of the boys basketball uh, team members uh, sitting next to me, uh, he was instructed to give me the definitive pronunciation of his first name, and uh, we'll get to that uh, when we go to commercial. Sturgis retaining possession now for long. Bad pass stolen by Coley Burkhart, poked away by Keanu Ote, but Burkhart tracks it down. Here's Riley Van Aken moving to the right wing. Out to Emma Porter, one head fake. Back to Van Aken. She's on the corner right side. Cox around to Burkhart. Left wing. Trying to back her way down. Out to Porter. Emma Porter. Three-pointer. Wide left. And the ball's going to go out of bounds. <laughs> well, again, we don't have Ellie Anderson here tonight. Uh, she's on the, on the uh, sick list. So the Cardinals pretty much eight deep tonight. They... Uh, Coach Smoker doing a good job of keeping people fresh. <laughs> what's, your, what's your pronunciation there, Sean? The uh, French exchange student on the boys basketball team, it's Cillon Emberti. Cillon. He's from France. Back to game action, a miss on the jumper. Right elbow by Hallie Brooks, whistle on a foul on the battle for the rebound. A minute four left to play in the third quarter. You know, that's such a neat opportunity when uh, uh, exchange students can get involved in the, the sports angle of things, too. Jayla Sloan with her first foul team second. Sturgis retains possession, and the ball is kicked right out of the inbound. Trojans will retain possession. Believe it or not, Sturgis has only scored. Sturgis hasn't scored a field goal yet in this quarter. Mm. Allie Brooks, blue hair and all, loses a dribble up high. Cox battling for the ball. Ball still loose in the backcourt. No over and back. Brooks taps to McKenna Miller. In front of the Sturgis bench. Almost turned the ball over on the pass. Brooks is hawked by Cox. Now the ball comes to Leah Yunker on the right wing. Being hawked by Cox. The ball 
intercepted by Emma Porter. Gets it to Jayla Sloan. Is fouled from behind. Kiana Ote, part of the double team. I think they're going to get her with a foul. Yep, that will be her third. <laughs> it looks like Sturgis, uh, Coach Buckland, getting a few of his reserve girls in there. and They were really struggling to try and keep possession of the ball against this Cardinal defense. This will be the first trip to the free throw line this season for Jayla Sloan. First two is down, is up. Perfect. Lead increased to 43-14. Kennedy Finnerman coming back in for Sturgis along with Yuri Villafuerta. Full name is Yuri Diana. So Yuri for short. Second of two from Sloan. Bounces off the back of the rim and a lane violation against the Cardinals. Yeah, Danica got in there a little early on that one. Someone had a happy feet. Speaking of which, you notice that every player uh, on the Cardinal squad is wearing some shade of pink in their basketball ah, shoes. Oh, yeah. Villafuerta misses a jumper from the right blocks, rebounded by the Cardinals, and Riley Van Aken makes the most obvious traveling call that we'll probably ever uh, see tonight. It's almost as if she lost her footing trying to do the home run pass. It's really our first turnover here of the third quarter. Nice. That the turnovers have been so few for the Cardinals. Well, they cause turnovers. That's part of the thing. A steal by Sloan misses the layup. May have gotten blocked. Finnerman comes up with it with four. Ball loose on the ground. Emma Porter passing to someone in a black jersey. After three, it is all Cardinals and varsity girls basketball. They lead the Sturgis Trojans 43-14, to holding the Trojans without a field goal in the third quarter. Final frame in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything from fire damage to water damage to whatever the heck that was when your home or business has suffered damage only the pros that serve pro of branch in south calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened so if you're in need of cleanup from fire water or any other unpleasant incident give serve pro a branch in south calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261 that's 517-278-5261 serve pro cleaning restoration construction independently owned and operated Give Pro a branch in South Calhoun Counties a call today at 517-278-5261. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. In the third quarter, it was Coldwater outscoring Sturgis 16-2. Back to that first quarter of action there. 19-2 was the edge for Coldwater in that quarter. Danica Cox will trigger in front of us to start the final frame of this varsity girls basketball game. Coldwater leading Sturgis 43-14. Emma Porter has the ball right wing. Ball swung around to the perimeter. Pass goes inside to Maya Porter. Immediately tripled up. 
Sloan to Riley Van Aken back in. All swung around to Cox, right corner, she drives and she draws a foul. Yeah, Sturgis doesn't have a lot of offense with this group, but uh, they do play good defense. They uh, right up in the Cardinals and very aggressive. McKenna Miller with her first foul. Team fifth compared to just two fouls up on the board for Coldwater. Here's Maya Porter attempting a long jumper inside the arc left corner. Missed. Rebound by Jayla Sloan, and she's hammered. Inside the battle for the rebound. Second quick foul for McKenna Miller, but it's going to send Jayla Sloan back to the free throw line. She split her free throws late in the third quarter. First of two here is going to go through the net. Nothing but net. The Cardinals now lead by 30. Caitlin Garcia back in for the Cardinals. Kara Miller back in as well. Coley Burkhardt also. Second of two from Jayla is down. Oh. <laughs> this is a lane violation. I, I think they're going to ding Fetterman with a lane violation, so Jayla's going to get a third shot. Yeah. I think those violations have been both times when uh, Jayla's been at the line. Sounds about right. A miss on the second one. So technically she is now two of three from the free throw line. I forgot to X out the uh, lane violation back on that first free throw attempt. Just under eight minutes to go in the game here. 44-14. It's been Cardinals all the way tonight. But similar to how Sturgis started their season. Steal. Caitlin Garcia has the ball. Coley Burkhart feeds Kara Miller inside. Now comes back out to Coley on the right wing. Kick the ball out to Garcia. Long two. It's in! <laughs> her first basket on the varsity and a standing O from her teammates on the bench. Also assistant coach Carly Smoker had a Nice round of applause for her as well. We're going to get a jump ball. Other end of the floor position arrow pointing back to Sturgis. Big smile from Caitlin. And, uh, of course, uh, her teammates really enjoyed seeing that. She got the steal down here at the other end of the court as well. Last Friday, Sturgis lost by 40, 58 to 18. Sturgis had the ball, but the Cardinals came up with it. Another steal for Garcia. And another jump ball. The possession arrow is going to, oh, it's not a possession arrow situation. It's it's a foul. Yeah, she's going to go to the line now. Leah Yunker with her first in the team seventh. The initial indication was going to be another jump ball, but I guess overruled by the uh, uh, foul on Yunker. Seven fouls up on the board for Sturgis, just two for Coldwater. Well, let's see if Caitlin can knock one down from the line here. The front end of the one-and-one trip to the free-throw line. Banked it off the glass and in. (laughs) She she put that one off the glass. (laughs) Her teammates getting a a good chuckle out of that. Great job, Caitlin. 
Now the back end of the one-and-one -one trip to the free throw line. She did it again, Murph. Yeah, hey. Maybe she's got, the, got that going there. 48 to 14, Cardinals up 34 with 6.40 left. Leah Eels, Lee Eels getting the ball to Harley Bloom on the right wing, bounce pass to a streaking Kennedy Finneman right block, she's fouled. Yeah, Caitlin Garcia, she was a junior on the uh, JV team a year ago and, and uh, she filled out the varsity this year as the 10th player and boy, she's a couple steals, got some points tonight. Emma Porter with a foul, her first team third, first to two, spins off the rim, does not go in for Kennedy Finnerman. Score remains 48-14 Cardinals with 6.31 left to play in the game. Misses on both free throws, rebound by Burkhardt. Here's Ellie Foley. Moving off a screen set by Coley Burkhart. Slings the ball to Coley just off of her fingertips. They were trying for the pick and roll, give and go, but. It, it didn't work that time. Here come the Trojans trailing by 34, 6-10 left in the varsity girls game. Leah Eels, Lee Eels, top of the key, being hawked by Foley. And she forces Eels to a terrible bounce pass. No one in a black jersey there to receive the pass. <laughs> True. Burkhart triggers sideline right to Ellie Foley. Foley across the timeline, slings it to Emma Porter on the perimeter. Now out to Kara Miller, right side, hands off Burkhart. Three-pointer right corner, a little short, kind of line drived it. Bounces to Yunker. Cardinals will improve to 3-0 at the end of the night, I'm confident in saying it at this point. Emma Porter poked the ball away from Fuerte. She tracks it down, but Ellie Foley gets a steal from another Trojan player. Got the reverse to go in. Don't count it because the foul went <laughs> before the shot. It's a shame, too, because that was a nice-looking reverse there. No luck to boot. Fans didn't like that call, but... Uh, what it was, was an offensive foul on Ellie Foley to add insult to injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her first team fourth. Ellie smiling about it, out to the other end. Bennerman getting the ball to Bloom on the right corner. Now back to Yuri. Bennerman to the left block, shot in and out. No good for Yonker, rebound Coldwater. Here comes Tara Miller. Miller, top of the key, gets it to Emma Porter, three-pointer. She line drive that one, ball tipped into the hands of Harley Bloom. Villa Fuerte trying to dish to Finnerman, ball tracked down in the Cardinal backcourt by Emma Porter. Back and forth we go, Cardinals up 48 to 14, three-point try, Ellie fully drained it. There was a lot of hesitation there on her part, but she wasn't particularly well defended. She decided to take a shot, and she made it. 51-14 were about three points away from having the running clock, Murph. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals got it rolling here in the fourth quarter. Coley Burkhart with that steal. 
Our steal totals are pretty amazing tonight. <laughs> Eels with her second foul, team eighth, and we're going to have a whole line change for the Lady Trojans, including a player that I don't have on my roster. Thanks, Sturgis Athletic Department. <laughs> Burkhart to the free throw line. She has 17 points right now. She is up for a one and one. Front end, rattles, goes in, gets the bonus. She taken free throw shooting lessons from Garcia, perhaps? <laughs> 17 points, now, now 18. 18. Uh, for Coley, rebounding-wise, she's up to, I uh, got her with eight. Made both free throws. She's now up to 19 points. Let's see if we can get Coley a double-double. 53-14, Cardinals up 39. Allie Brooks being hawked by Caitlin Garcia. Get the ball to Kiana Ote. Now to the left wing to Riley Carver. Whistle. And we're going to get a cold water foul. Head coach Smoker going to send in his uh, four subs here at the 359 mark of the game. Foley picking up her second foul, team fifth. So Maya Porter comes back in, among others. Carver slings it inside to a streaking number 44 who is called for a traveling violation. All inbounded to Maya Porter. Double team on her, gets the ball to Garcia in the front court, lobs the ball to Cox at the free throw line, dishes to Riley Van Aken. Van Aken tosses to Garcia, now out to the perimeter to Cox on the right corner. Maya Porter calling for it, Garcia has it, moves to the elbow, now back to Maya. Top of the key to Van Aken. Cox cross courts it to Garcia. Garcia from the left blocks, rolled off the rim, did not go in, rebounded by our unknown number 44 for Sturgis. 3.20 left to play in this one. It's been all Cardinals. And thus far, Sturgis hasn't made a field goal in the second half. Wow. Still hasn't, rebound put back no good by unknown number 50. Rebound underneath by Riley Van Aken. Garcia with the ball. Poked away and tracked down by the person that did the deflection, Carver. Carver steals. She's on the right wing. Sloan guarding her. The Cardinals staying man-to-man defensively for the final under three minutes of this one. A pump fake by Ote. Jumper from the right elbow. Missed. Ball off of a cold water player. Sturgis will retain possession. Garcia to the bench. Her first four varsity points tonight. <laughs> she is out of breath. <laughs> she needed a sub. We got uh, Burkhart back in for her. Again, a chance for her to pick up a double-double, perhaps. Ote has the ball. Gets it to Carver on the left wing. Maya Porter hawking her. Got to get the ball to someone. Gets it to our unknown number 44. It went between her legs. The ball goes inside to unknown number 50. Count the basket and one. That's the first field goal for Sturgis in a long, long, long time. Four, 
Cox with her second foul, team sixth. So 2.19 to go, Cardinals 53 to 16. They've been in control all night long. Our unknown number 50. Don't count the free throw because guess what? Another lean yeah. violation. Yep, the shooter went over the line. A porter will trigger in front of the student section. Gets it to Danica Cox in the backcourt. Now to Jayla Sloan in the front court. Sloan to Cox, gets the ball to Maya Porter. Maya up top. Stolen, taken away from Sloan by Tiana Ote, and she scores. 53-18, the lead down to 35, but the Cardinals are still going to get the W. The only thing left in doubt now is the final score, Burkhart! Kind of a wild sequence there. Burkhart finishes underneath on a pass coming out of a press break, to be honest with you. 55-18, missed shot. Other end of the floor by Sturgis. Cox comes up with a rebound, finds Maya Porter. Porter comes to Van Aken. Now Cox with it. Burkhart has it on the left corner, inside to Cox, draws a double team. Out to Van Aken, three-pointer from the left wing, rolls off the rim, rebound by our unknown number 44, immediately doubled up, finds Ote. Kiana Ote trying to take it coast to coast and hand the ball poked away from behind. Garcia, Foley, Emma Porter, and Kara Miller in for the Cardinals. With a minute 28 left to play in this one. Sturgis ball, Ote comes to the left wing. Three-pointer is missed. Ball taken away from unknown number 50 by Ellie Foley. Lobs the ball. Porter catches up to it. That's Emma Porter. Gets the ball to Garcia. Garcia is called for a traveling violation. Yep. Little little double dribble. She put a dribble down, picked it up, and then dribbled again. So The uh, near official, I was watching him, and he didn't make any sort of signal. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, might have had a better shot at it. But one minute left to play in this one, 55-18. Emma Porter knocks the ball away from Riley Carver, sideline right. Well, it's been a sterling defensive effort by the Cardinals tonight, no question about that. Carver to inbound. Finds her unknown number 50. All handed off to Riley Carver. Dishes to the left corner. Three-pointer by Riley Eicher is an air ball. Rebound Sturgis underneath. Allie Brooks will go up to the line to shoot a pair. Yeah, she was double teamed. Yeah, Danny Cox with the uh, personal. Danica Cox's third foul. Team seventh. So check that, it was our unknown number 44 on the shooting foul, and this is the first of two. Saw the boys team uh, coming around with a flower, each player. It's parents night, remember? Parents night it is. For the varsity boys and girls. Yeah, have that ceremony coming up. Our unknown number 44 splits the pair. 36 seconds and counting left to play. 55-19 Cardinals. Cox loses the ball in traffic in the middle of the lane. It's 
Picked up and stolen by Iker. Here comes Riley Carver. Forces up a shot in front of a double team and banked it in. 55-21. 34-point lead. Cardinals able to break the press. Garcia, long two, left wing. Couldn't bank that one. And the ball comes to Iker. Five seconds left. Long pass oh, nice comes pass. to Ote. Not Ote. Ote call for the traveling violation. Went in, but don't count it. Sturgis peels back. The inbound comes to Ellie Foley, and she's going to hang on to the ball to end the game. Final score, Coldwater 55 and Sturgis 21. Cardinals improved to 3-0. Trojans dropped to 0-2. Between games report in three minutes, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kaywood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Interested in knowing what your home's worth? Find out and list with your local real estate professionals at Case Realty Group, your local real estate connection and lake specialist in Coldwater. Hi, I'm Carmen Case. Give me a call and I'll provide you a complete home evaluation so you get the most money when you sell. Or if you're looking for a new home, I'll make the process easy for you. Whether buying or selling, service and communication are my top priorities. Go to caserealtygroup.com. That's caserealtygroup.com. Celebrate Christmas at Culey's with a perfect gift. Come see their new Love Glow Diamond Rings, natural diamonds that actually glow. They have a great selection of diamond and birthstone jewelry, crosses, lockets, and designer pieces by Anya Hay. They also have stocking stuffers, specialty mugs, jewelry boxes, snow globes, and more. They want to help make your Christmas extra special this year. Hurry in soon and don't forget to count the candy canes, Culey's, jewelry, and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving somewhere warmer when you retire? Hi, I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I want to help make your retirement goals a reality. Let's talk about where you are, where you want to be, and how you get there. Together, we can plan for the expected and make sure you're ready for the unexpected. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesy, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up, and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing, and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. 
That's simple human sense. The No Problem People, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lions, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590, WTVB, Coldwater, and FM 95.5, W238CD, Coldwater. Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium. We're going to start with our parents' night ceremony before we wrap up the girls' basketball game, which Coldwater won in convincing fashion, 55-21. We're going to tune in to our PA announcer, Bodie Bates. That's our parents' night ceremony. Short, sweet, and to the point, Murph. Yeah. Boy, they just about circle the uh, half of the gym down here when you get both teams together. And their parents, of course, uh, going from one baseline all the way to the edge of the new extended scores table that was acquired by the athletic department. So, ready to talk about some uh, girls' basketball and... uh, Good night for the Lady Cardinals, improving to 3-0, beating Sturgis 55-21. to Yeah, really, really strong effort by the Lady Cards tonight. I thought some of them were a little more aggressive going to the rim tonight. And, uh, you know, our, our three-point shooting still a, a work in progress, but uh, I thought offensively we did a nice job of, of getting to the rim, drawing some fouls. Uh, again, just excellent teamwork. They moved the ball very well for four freshmen and, and so early in the season. 
Well, let's go over the scoring summary for the victorious Cardinals. Again, going to 3-0 on the season. Riley Van Aken with nine points. Kara Miller had a bucket. Ellie Foley, a quiet nine points for her. Jayla Sloan with four. Maya Porter with four. Danica Cox with two. Caitlin Garcia with four. And leading everybody, Coley Burkhart with 21 points. Uh, by herself, she tied the total point output of the Sturgis Trojans. <laughs> that's, that's true. So 55 points for the Cardinals, 21 for the Sturgis Trojans, and Kiana Ote had six points, Kennedy Finnerman with five, Riley Carver with four, two from Yuri Villafuerte, two from our unknown number 50, one from our unknown number 44, one for Emily Schuler. By the quarters, 19-2 in the first for Coldwater. Sturgis actually outscored the Lady Cards in the second, 10-8. But the Cardinals won the second half, 16-2. They outscored Sturgis in the third quarter and 12-7 in the fourth quarter. Very dominating effort. We'll see what Coach Smoker thinks when he uh, joins us. But uh, defensively, was really strong tonight. Um, Let's hear those turnover totals. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 high, uh, certainly on the Sturgis side. Uh, 29 is what I had. Jen Clark at 31. So we'll take Jen's uh, uh, number on that. 31 turnovers in 32 minutes of play. And uh, 15 on our Lady Cardinals. And they, so, had, they had 10 in the first half, so they cut that down in the yeah, second. Yeah, we had 8 and eight and 7 in the second half. So so good job uh, by the Cardinals there. They've, they've limited those... Um, in the uh, three games we've seen, and, and that's impressive as to to how they're playing. Well, let's hear about those other stats. Yeah, here we go. There's some pretty gaudy ones, <laughs> particularly in the steel department. I, I'm sure. Yeah, Emma Porter, one assist, four steals. Riley Van Aken, four rebounds, four assists, three steals. Kara Miller. Two rebounds, two assists, three seals. Ellie Foley really uh, got the rebounds going in the second half, giving her seven for the total. One assist, two steals. Jayla Sloan, an assist and a steal. Coley with eight rebounds to go with that big uh, offensive night. One assist, four steals. Maya Porter, four Rebounds to go with two steals. Danica Cox, a rebound and a steal. And then Caitlin Garcia, two steals with her four points. And Smoker now joining us on our post-game show. Congratulations on the game. Very aggressive, uh, especially on the defensive end of the floor tonight. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we've been playing defense really well all year. I don't think the last two games of... Uh, the level of competition we want to play wasn't there, but, you know, last Friday I told them our fourth quarter wasn't good. And then I didn't think our second quarter was very good. And that's what I told them in the second half. We have to work on the scores 0-0. Zero, zero. We're either getting better for, or worse. And I thought we made a much better job on shot selection, uh, playing hard on defense in the second half, which... Uh, is obviously going to help us on uh, when the real season starts on Friday. But I think the competition's going to 
uh, increased starting Friday than it has the last two games. So uh, they're going to have to push each other in practice because, you know, over the last week we're probably are playing against each other has probably been more beneficial than the last two games, honestly. It just looks like, Coach, the, uh, the buy-in you have uh, defensively with the girls. They're just uh, just really strong defensively, uh, team-wise. Um, well, you know, I mentioned this on Friday. Those freshman girls, they got taught the same defense that we're playing already. And I said, that's I'm just reaping the benefits. They played that ball side stuff, so they already know. But they've also brought a communication because Kara Miller, they have to fill out a form at the end of each game. And one of the things she said our strong points is, is our communication on the court for the first time ever. And, you know, those guys are talking and everybody else is. And so those freshmen have helped with their compete level and the things they've learned before they even ever got to me. Sure. I thought Riley Van Aken really uh, looked good going to the rim tonight. Yeah, and I've, and I've told them that's one of the things we got to focus on. I think we're really good at passing and cutting and filling, but we're going to be more effective penetrating, which is going to force help to come over. She's really good at finding that open man. Uh, getting the other teams into foul trouble, and I think some of them really took that to heart on taking it to the basket. Coley had, uh, of course, a big night tonight. Uh, how do you keep your girls healthy during practice with uh, Coley out there uh, on the floor? Well, we just, uh, I what I've always done is we match them up skill-wise against each other. So they know the harder they push each other, the better they're going to be out here. But when she came out as a sub in the first quarter, and I just said, you know what everybody's saying, don't you? And she looked at me and said, why hasn't she been starting all year? <laughs> she just plays hard, man. She's, she does. She's, she's fun to watch. I think that's a Burkhart trait. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I so definitely too. remember seeing it from Ashley and uh, Bailey to a certain extent, although her passion was uh, in drag racing. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, a long, long time ago, her dad, Kip, played for me in seventh grade, and he didn't back down or let any loose ball go either. <laughs> uh, good to know. Uh, we talked about it briefly last Friday, uh, the road trip to Hastings. The girls now know going in that they're not going to be the same old uh, Hastings Saxons teams of years past. No, incorrect. And I've been telling them this has all been uh, just stuff to get ready. The real season starts on Friday. And uh, uh, I don't think I really have to do anything to get this group fired up to play. You know, Ellie Anderson wasn't here. She was sick. I sent Van Aken home halfway through yesterday, too. She Whoa. wasn't feeling good. But there was only a couple, one time she stuck her hand up needing a sub. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. They weren't, and I forced them. I'm like, you guys don't feel good. And it was like, yeah, I do. But, no, they just want <laughs> to go try. out and play, yeah. One more, Coach. How about three-point shooting? It hasn't looked real strong so far. Is that going to be something, a work in progress, or something you think this no, team will develop? I think, uh, well, you know Ellie can shoot. Sure. Um, and I've seen Maya Porter can shoot from out there. Coley can, too. They just, you know, um, a lot of new kids, and we're doing a lot of new things, and we... And honestly, and the other coaches will stay the same. You don't have as much time right now for skill development. And because usually we spend a lot of time shooting, and we haven't been, been able to do that as much. And I think that's true for everybody. The more you play, the better your shot is. And they're getting their game legs under them because we're not able to do as much full court either. Honestly, there's, there's still a lot of teaching, even with the stuff those young kids already know. Yeah. 
Ken Smoker, head coach of the Cardinal Girls, will see you up at Hastings Friday night. All right. I'm glad to get that trip out early. Yeah. Not Absolutely. in February. Quinn and I kind of said that uh, last week, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Ken Smoker joining us on our post-game show. Final score of the girls' varsity basketball game, 55-21. Coldwater on top of Sturgis. Free throw shooting as a team. The Cards uh, actually did pretty good, 11 of 17. Uh, I kind of bemoaned uh, Riley Van Aken going 0 for 4, but her teammates definitely picked up the slack in the second half. Sturgis, meanwhile, 4 of 8. Yeah, and, and as Coach said here, you know, uh, it's just going to be a process. You had that one less week of practice this uh, early season, and just going to take a while to get that shooting eye, especially from deep, uh, going. So, McDonald's player of the game, there's no doubt in my mind who's going to get the nod tonight. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Sean. And, and uh, I give an honorable mention to Riley Van Aken. I thought she uh, had a real strong game tonight as well. And tonight we're going to give the player of the honor, player of the game honors to Coley Burkhardt, a team high 21 points, also a team high eight rebounds, along with four steals. Uh, before we go to commercial break, how many steals total did the team have? He <laughs> gave me a quite question. a bit. We had uh, 31 turnovers on Sturgis. Let me, I'll count them up, and we'll uh, we'll give you that total when we come back. So congratulations once again to Coley Burkhardt, a McDonald's player of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC. Lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. Coldwater, Michigan's Advantage One RV has the largest selection of pre-owned inventory, and it's a family affair. I'm Chase Halet. I'm Vanessa Halet. I'm Mary Halet. I'm Mylon Halet, and I know a secret. What's the secret, Mylon? I'm not telling. Mom, Mylon's keeping secrets. What's the secret? You can tell me, Mylon. Advantage One can sell your RV. That's no secret. Everyone knows that, Mylon. Hold on, kids. We can sell your RV if you bring it here. We'll sell it. Fact is, we need more. If you're done camping or ready to upgrade, bring your RV here. We'll sell it. It's that easy. All you have to do is just pick up a check. It really is that easy. We do all of the work for you. There's still plenty of time to get out there and see the great outdoors. Come shop at Vantage One RV first. Yeah, what Merrick said. We have plenty of great pre-owned RVs in stock. But we always need more. Come see for yourself. But only if you want to save thousands. Coldwater, Michigan, one mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69. Shop at Vantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. 